everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, today we are jumping into Proverbs. Uh, If you've been tracking with us day by day, we talked yesterday about how um, we're diving into different types of literature attributed to Solomon. And so the book of Proverbs is no different. It's going gonna, it's gonna to definitely feel a little bit different uh, than Song of Solomon did yesterday. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, you should go check it out. Um, today we're starting the book of Proverbs. And Proverbs is basically a lot of wisdom, uh, a lot of wisdom literature. That is a category that this would be attributed to. Um, wisdom literature is just uh, different kinds of literature intended to convey wisdom to the reader uh, so that they can... Uh, apply the the practical truths of God to the lives they actually live. So Proverbs is meant to be intensely practical. Uh, You will see that as we start to read over it. Most of it is attributed to Solomon, assuming that Solomon either collected it or wrote it all together. Uh, There are a couple chapters that are not from Solomon. Some are from a group just known as the wise. Uh, Some are are from different kings. Um, And there is a section that is certainly from King Hezekiah's time. So most likely uh, the book of Proverbs in the form that we have it today uh, is not how it existed either during the time of Solomon or shortly after the time of Solomon. It's very likely that after the time of Solomon, um, the book of Proverbs existed in a smaller form. Um, But then after the reign of Hezekiah or perhaps during the reign of King Hezekiah, Uh, a lot of this entire Proverbs book started to come together in a fuller sense like we have it today. So if you're curious about what that looks like timeline-wise, Solomon would have been reigning around 970 to 931 BC, and then Hezekiah would have been reigning around 715 to 686 BC, uh, which means that the book of Proverbs may have taken... I don't know, this is kind of a rough number, give or take, but three to four hundred years just to completely come together and be totally collected in the form that we have it today. Um, The point of the book is obviously to teach people wisdom. Uh, It is kind of cut up into some discernible categories. Uh, The first several chapters, kind of one to nine, are very broad, sweeping intros to this idea of wisdom. Kind of inviting the reader into embracing wisdom, inviting the reader to pursue a life of wisdom. And then 10 to 22, chapter 10 to chapter 22, uh, is a lot more of the like clear-cut, pithy sayings that you're used to hearing from Proverbs. So 10 to 22 has a lot more direction in it. It has a lot more clear-cut kind of commandments um, that apply to all kinds of avenues of everyday life. So most likely, if you hear quotes from Proverbs, if it's not from Proverbs chapter 1, it's probably from that 10 to 22 chapter range um, because it's applicable to everyday life situations. It's really valuable for that. Uh, And then the the book rounds out um, with some other various collections from other various people. Um, some from Hezekiah, some from Agur, some from King Lemuel, and then finally this this final letter in praise of a wonderful wife. Um, that final chapter, uh, there is a lot of debate as to who that comes from or where that comes from. There's uh, not a lot of certainty around that. 
Um, but that is how the book rounds out. So that's kind of your sweeping overview of Proverbs. Um, today we're covering just chapter one to three. And like I said just a little bit ago, it is kind of um, this like sharp intro material. And so one of the opening things you get is this line, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. We've been talking about that throughout Psalms because there's a lot of Psalms that say exactly the same thing. David has written many of the Psalms that talk about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You cannot have wisdom outside of a thriving relationship with God that is based in following his covenant. And so Solomon most likely absorbed that from his father. He probably read that from his father. And so Solomon is writing here in Proverbs 1 that if you want wisdom, you have to fear the Lord. There is no such thing as wisdom outside of the Lord. Um, probably one of the most interesting things about that is probably one of the biggest, most famous stories about Solomon is that he went to the Lord and he could have asked for anything. He could have asked for riches. He could have asked for power. But instead, he asked for a wise and discerning mind so that he could be a good ruler. And God blessed him with wisdom and also with power and authority and possessions. And so that's kind of like the the defining story of Solomon's life. So here we get a little bit of what that wisdom looks like. Uh, we get a little bit of what wisdom is in Solomon, and he is pouring it out to his sons and ultimately to us. Um, in the book of Proverbs, uh, there's a lot of imagery, and you can see this in the first couple of chapters already. Um, Solomon and the, the various authors like to use this imagery of women who are calling out to people. So wisdom is a woman that is calling out, asking for your attention, because when you are wise, you will seek wisdom. Like when, you, when you're making good decisions, you will seek wisdom, and that is like a woman in the street calling out to you. Uh, there's other times where foolishness is represented as a woman in the street calling out to you. Um, and you get this idea of kind of warring, um, there are those who are wise who listen to the voice of wisdom, and there are those who are fools who listen to the voice of foolishness. Both at times in the book are represented as women uh, trying to get your attention. There's also in Proverbs 2, uh, this is Proverbs 2, 5 to 6, I guess we'll say, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. I feel like this is like the the pinnacle uh, vacation Bible school verse that I know I, I memorized in Bible school when I was a kid. Maybe you did as well. Uh, the idea being that we want to live lives that are wholly invested in God and his will. And there are times where that is going to look a little bit silly to us. We are not going to be setting out to stand on our own understanding. We are setting out to understand the Lord and what he wants for us. And so sometimes we make what seems to the world to be foolish decisions, kind of crazy choices, um, because we are listening to God's voice. We're not listening to the world's voice. And when we strive to hear God's voice and apply his truth to our lives, a lot of times he will make our paths straight. They're not going to be as confusing. They're not going to be as frustrating. Um, and Proverbs 2 actually says um, that when you listen to the Lord, 
Um, then wealth and first fruits of produce will come and barns will be plenty and vats will be bursting with wine. So when you obey the Lord, your life is going to go well. I mean, relatively so. Now, this is a this is uh, poetry. This is wisdom literature. So there is a lot of uh, simile and metaphor going on. There's a lot of imagery going on. And so I don't think it necessarily means that when you follow God and his wisdom, you will immediately become rich and you will immediately be blessed with all kinds of possessions. I think that can eventually, uh, to its full extent, just lead you down some strange theological pathways where you just believe that God exists to give you everything you ever wanted. Ultimately, what it's saying is when you trust in the Lord, when you don't lean on your own understanding, when you honor God with everything that's in you, uh, the Lord looks out for you and cares for you. Uh, in Solomon's context, um, this would have been the Lord honors his covenant with David and he honors the, the kingdom that he has promised and he makes sure that things go well for the king, which was true in Solomon's day for the most part. Um, I've already talked quite a bit and I'm sure we will talk about this more in the future about how Solomon allowed his heart to be led astray and ultimately came off the rails. Um, but here in Proverbs 1 to 3, um, surely we get a intro, like an introductory uh, set of chapters that are telling us as readers that wisdom is following God and trusting God and leaning only on God. And so I would encourage you, I know a lot of times it seems like we say this over and over, but that is actually what the text is saying over and over. I would encourage you to trust in the Lord. Uh, with everything that is in you, don't lean on your own understanding and, and look to God to give you wisdom and discernment and understanding uh, because ultimately that is how you find real fulfillment. Uh, that is how you find real care and concern from the Lord uh, by following in his paths and trusting that he will keep your path straight because you're honoring him ultimately as you become more and more wise in honoring him. So I encourage you to do that today. We'll be back again tomorrow with Proverbs 4 to 6. See you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Proverbs chapter 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise hear an increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance, to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. For they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, Come with us, let us lie and wait for blood. Let us ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive, and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. 
for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is a net spread, in sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the market she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you, because I have called you and you refuse to listen. I have stretched out my own hand and no one has heeded, because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord, would have none of my counsel and despised all my reproof. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their fill of their own devices. For the simple are killed by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease, without dread of disaster. Proverbs chapter 2 My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, for his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech, who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death, and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of the good, and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Proverbs chapter 3 my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. 
Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than the gain of silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding he established the heavens. By his knowledge the deeps broke open, and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will keep your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is the power of you to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, Go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly beside you. Do not contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways. For the devious person is an abomination to the Lord, but the upright are in his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Toward the scorners he is scornful, but to the humble he gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools will get disgrace. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.